Hey, listeners, my name is Josue Jimenez, and thank you for listening to the very first episode of the podcast. Um, on this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to recap my 2020. 2020 was a roller coaster for a lot of people, including myself, and I want to pretty much open up to people and let them hear what I experienced. So let's get started. January 2020, I am doing so well. I'm living in Vegas. I have a very good job. I'm about to get my first raise um, and everything's going good. So what I did for a living there was I touched up repair cabinets in homes. And it was a very it was actually a very fun job. It was super easy. Um, plus my coworkers are pretty cool. But what I was doing at the same time was I was interviewing for uh, a job as like a construction assistant for one of the big home builders out there. And at the time was a very, very, I don't know how to say it, but it was like a, like not really a promotion. It was more like a big step up in terms of pay and everything like that. So I go in and I interview, and actually I interview with someone who, it was kind of like not really a group interview, but it was me and someone who I consider a good friend went and interviewed with me, and they actually interviewed both of us together. And I thought it was a lot easier than one-on-one because we actually played off of each other a little bit, kind of giving that person also like good um, like compliments during it as well. So after that, it's like a couple weeks later, and I get a call saying, hey, you know, you're selected out of 30-plus people. Um, yeah, it, you have. They told me you have field experience, and we'd love to have you. So, I was like, "Oh my goodness, thank you. Um, this is great." So, I'm about to leave the job I currently have for at the time for a job that's even better. So I'm high, I have this just high of emotions, and I'm feeling so good about myself, so confident, and then. So that pretty much recaps my January, um, and then February comes. February was the worst. So February 3rd was the day I got fired from my job. I go in to work um, from the weekend, and actually, let me back up for a second. Let's back up to the Friday before. The Friday, I think it's the 31st, I believe, of January. I get a call from corporate supervisor and he says, hey, you know, what do you know about this? And it was a customer actually who had lied and said that this person didn't do any work in my home and they forged a signature. And so I explained to him, I said, no, I said, the person that was there, I said, it wasn't a homeowner, but it was, I believe it was like a family member of one of them. And there was other trades in that house too. And they were working on it or doing their own thing. Like, I think it was like the fridge and appliances and stuff like that. And I even had to go in, make a written statement and, you know, off goes my weekend. I come back on a Tuesday cause I called in the Monday. So Tuesday, so Monday was the third officially. I was when I got fired. 
But when I come in on Tuesday, I get called into the office and they say, hey, um, so you know what's happening, right? And I said, yeah. I said, you know, corporate called me. They said they're investigating and they're, excuse me. And they said, no. They said, you're being, we're actually letting you go. And at that moment, I kind of like sat back in the chair and I was like, are you kidding me right now? And he's like, no. He goes, you lied. You forged a signature. I said, no, that's, that's not true. I said, I told you what happened. I said, why would I have to lie? And he goes, well, this is the decision they're making. The homeowners, um, they swear by it and they're threatening with lawyers and things like that. And even the building company um, said, you know, pretty much get rid of them or we will cut our ties with you. Basically, we won't hire you. So that's what they did. And that was the worst because then that supervisor, he drove me home because they give us vans that we we can take home and to work and they have all our tools in them. So I had to get in his truck and he had to drive me back to my apartment. And that was the quietest ride. That was the quietest ride I've ever had. <laughs> Quiet and awkward, to say the least. Um, but so in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm not too worried. Um, they're doing my background check at the home building uh, company. I said, after I said, I don't have anything on my back. I was thinking I don't have anything bad in my background, nothing. So I'm pretty sure they're going to call me and they're going to say, hey, do the drug test and you're in. So I was like, okay, I can go to two weeks maybe with, with no job at the time. So I was like, that's going to be nothing. The next day. They called me 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, and they said, we are not going to hire you. And I said, what? And that's when the anxiety and, and like, the, the rush kind of hit me because I was like, oh, my. In my mind, I was like, what am I going to do now? So what they couldn't even explain to me what happened because they said it was a corporate decision and that they weren't even told. So she gave me the number to the corporate lady. I left a message and almost a year later, nothing. So, so then I was, I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I, I can't, like, I have to find something. So a couple of my coworkers, I, and even now I can't, I can't even, I can't even express how like just thankful I, I was for them. I am for them because for some reason, I don't know why, I, I attract good people in my life. I, the, the people that, I, that somehow that get drawn towards me or I draw towards them, they're, they're good people. Like they're not, they're people that, that I still talk to them. Like they're, they're just good hearted people. And they're older guys. They're like my dad's age. And one of them was like, I know the guy who runs the company that does the same thing we do. We, you know, touch up cabinets. But the only thing you have to do is provide your own vehicle and tools. And he goes, you're going to get paid less money. But it's it's still, it's still you know, you're still going to have enough to pay like rent and all that. So I was like, all right, sweet, cool. And he calls them and he goes, all right, I gave them your name. They're going to call you. I was like, all right, man, thanks. One of the other guys, oh, yeah, that guy's name, I'm going to name drop here. That guy's name, his name was Mario. 
And he was like my, basically my teacher at that um, touch-up job because I, I was probably the best touch-up repair guy like there, but he taught me how to install and how to do all the different measurements and cuts. So uh, thank, shout out to that guy. Shout out to Mario. Um, the other guy, his name was Alberto, and he helped me out a lot too. He goes, hey, screw that home building job. We're going to go to the better one. We're going to go to them because I know the the construction manager and stuff like that. He goes, meet me there. And uh, I think it was later on in that week. We went and I talked to one of them. And the actual, I don't know if he was a general manager or an area manager of the southern half of the Las Vegas, of, of, of Vegas, of the home building in that area. And I talked to him too, and he goes, you know, we're on a hiring freeze right now because, you know, they're they're thinking COVID's gonna get worse. Oh yeah, this is like at the beginning stages of COVID. Should have said that too. So he goes, we don't we don't know what's gonna happen. We're just um we're just putting a hiring freeze right now. But he goes, email her your resume, email or the other construction manager. He goes, email her your name and you know, she'll let you know when the openings come up. I was like, all right, cool. So I had some kind of optimism and and hope leaning on that. So February goes and I'm at home. I'm like, all right, nothing. And, you know, I'm I'm sending emails. I'm still applying for jobs. And then March comes. So that, that pretty much ends my February. I go the whole month of February, nothing. And then here comes March. And March is when COVID just, boom, they, it really kind of like rapid, you know? I don't, I don't know the other word, another word for it, but <laughs> but it, it comes quick, like snap of the finger. So then that's when people are losing their jobs. And I'm like, shoot, like I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even find a job and people are losing them. So I'm, I'm still sending emails. I'm still applying for a bunch of other jobs. And then um i was like shoot like how am i supposed to pay my bills you know i'm running dry so i was like dang it so i did looking back i kind of regret doing it now but at the time i just had i just had to survive until i got a job so i cashed in my 401k from the company i was just fired from so i was like all right cashed that in and i got about 16 16,000 from it and I paid off credit cards. I paid off, you know, and I started paying my car. I started paying my my rent and utilities and all that. And I was like, all right, so like this should hold me over for another couple months after paying everything off. And so March goes, nothing. And then April, April, same thing, nothing. And I'm like, what the heck's going on here, man? And then end of April, beginning of May. I applied to the Amazon warehouse out there. Um, go in. It's super simple. They don't even interview you or nothing. You go in. It's a just a big old group orientation, basically, all on the same day. They do your background check. They drug test you. You sit through an orientation video. They break down how much you get paid and all that. And then you get your ID badge. So, or a picture for your badge. <clears throat> so that's all happening in the same day. 
this is like maybe hour, hour and a half process. Like it was quick. Like, Amazon don't joke around when it comes to hiring. But uh, so I do that and I'm like, okay, they pay like 15, 30, 40 something an hour. So I was like, all right, I'll, I can, I can live off that for now, you know? And then, so goes through, goes through those steps. And then I'm like, dude, and at this point, beginning of May, this is, I'm at like the lowest when it comes to like, I'm, I'm just mentally, I'm drained. Like I stopped taking care of myself. I was basically living off of scraps. Like, um, I was basically living off of a huge bag of, of, uh, of beans and rice. And at, at this point, like, and I was just driving back and forth, coming back home and, uh, visiting my, my, my family and my brothers, my stepmom, my dad and their families, you know, just to get away from that. Just, and on the outside, I made it look like I, I was okay. You know, I was like, ah, you know, it's, everything's, it's okay. Like I'm good. But really inside, I was like, I was, I was destroyed inside. And, um, I was, I don't, I don't know what to say, like any more words than I was, I was just crushed, you know, mentally and emotionally crushed and drained at that point. So I'm still looking through openings and then I see an opening for like a FedEx driver. And I, because at this point now I'm looking for jobs because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to see if I can move back home. Um, cause I, I have to do something. And so there was a job opening as, as a FedEx driver and I see the company name and like, yo, I'm gonna call my dad. My dad knows these people. My dad knows the contractor. So I call my dad and he goes, oh, I'll go, I'll go talk to him right now. You know, I'll go, I'll go give him a visit. So my dad goes, calls them, meets with them, gives them my number and calls me, goes, yeah, come on in, you know? So that week or was it the next day, next day or two, I don't remember. I go in and I talk to him and he's super cool about it. He goes, you know, um, I know your dad. He goes, I know your dad and everything like that. And we're just, we're just talking. He goes, so go take your drug test and, um, we'll let you know. So I went and took my drug test and then I was, and then I was, they were like, yeah, pass your physical and things like that. So I did that and, uh, yeah, I got hired, <laughs> but that, and that was the end of May. So that was like the second to last or the last week of May. I start actually, yeah. Cause I start the first week of June and I don't even know how I got, how I passed that physical because I was in such shit shape, kind of am now, but at the time I was, it was bad and I don't even know how I passed it. But anyways, so this job is super easy. Um, you just follow, take, take, drop off a package at an address and go and that's it. Um, no problems with that job at all. And then my, in my first month, my first month, I got bit by a dog <laughs> and I got T-boned in the truck <laughs> my first month. So I, when I got bit by the dog, oh my goodness. Um, so I got bit by the dog and there was like, f- I'm not lying. There's like five or six. I think it was actually more like four. 
black Great Danes in this yard. And these things, man, I'm only five foot eight. These things are almost eye level with me. And so I pull up and they just go and they rush the fence. And I was like, what the hell? How am I supposed to get in? How am I supposed to put the package over these damn giraffes? So they have a, they actually have a, like a, a, they made a box where you, you know, has a flap on top and you just put the packages and go. So I go, but there's one great Dane and this thing looks like it's going to clear the fence. This thing's like prancing and it's trying to find it. To me, it looks like he's trying to find a spot to clear the fence, you know, jump right over it. And I was like, they can do it because the fence they have is small. Like it only goes up to the Great Dane's chest. So I was like, what the hell, man? So I'm watching the one that is looks like it's prancing. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to just walk over. Don't lose eye contact on that one. And then I open the flap up. And I didn't see the one that was right there, and it just reached down and went, and it just bit me right on the hand. And I'm glad I just pulled out, so that way I pulled my hand, so that way it didn't uh, clamp on it or anything like that. So I was like, ah, shit. And yeah, so I, ha I had to call animal control because the contractor's like, well, you gotta call, him. you know, you got bit. And then uh, called them, and I didn't want to press charges or nothing. I was like. Put those dogs away or something. <laughs> so I said something like that. And uh, yeah, that was that. That was in the first, I think it was in the first two weeks. And then at the end of the of June, end of my first month, uh, I was going I was in a turning lane. I was gonna go make a left going into traffic to turn onto a street. And there's a truck at a stop sign. So traffic, you know. Traffic passes by, and as I go left, this dude's not paying attention, and he just goes straight, and boom, T-bones me. And I'm like, what the hell, man? So I had to wait a long time, because that was at the beginning of my, my day at work. So I was like, what the hell? And he goes, sorry, buddy. This is what this is exactly what the guy told me, okay? Get out, we pull over to the side, get out, and he goes, sorry, buddy. I didn't see you there. And I was like, what the hell? I didn't say this out loud because he was an old dude. But in my head, I was like, dude, how you not see a big old Fed white FedEx truck, man? This thing, I don't know. So I had, to, I had to call a contractor again. And then he goes, what? So he had to go there and I had to file a police report because, you know, make sure I was in that fault. And then I go and he goes, all right, I got I to gotta go get a rental truck for you. I'll be back. So he goes, and I'm waiting. It seems like I'm waiting for hours, but honestly, it's probably more like 45 minutes or so. And he goes, they come back, and instead of another truck, the only thing they can get was a like a regular-sized U-Haul van. And he goes, well, we're going to have to stuff all this stuff in here. I was like, how the hell is that going to happen? And I don't know how, but we tetris it in there, and everything fit. So... Yeah, those are the only two incidents I've had on the job so far. Um, so fast forward, let's see, that was June, July, same thing, August, nothing. I mean, everything, it's pretty much been the same thing throughout um, pretty much the rest of the year. I mean, the only thing that's maybe changed is that some some of the friends that I talk to, 
I don't really talk to them anymore. Um, you know, there was people that I would t- I was talking to every single day when I lived out there, and I moved back, and I don't I don't hear from them at all. Um, you know, these people they don't. If I if I call or text, they they don't answer or nothing like that. And when it before they would, you know, they would call me and things like that. And I don't know what changed. I don't know if it's because I moved back and things like that. Damn truck. Sorry. Uh, I'm in my brother's garage right now recording. So it's the only place that's like quiet. Well, apparently not. There's traffic out there. Okay. Um. Anyways, but yeah, um, so, but through from June to even leading up to now, I, uh, I've just been trying to work on myself, you know, been trying to build myself back up, um, mentally. And I mean, because I even tell people, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. Like, like nothing, but really, um. I don't want to be here, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I think that was that was the hardest part of having to move back is accepting having to move backwards. And and I, I told my, you know, the whole time I was like, dude, like I failed, you know, like I, I can't, I I couldn't do it. And you know, especially like my dad, my mom, especially my dad. My dad was like, hey, you know, like you didn't fail, like this was. This is something beyond your control. Like a lot of people are hurting from this, and you know, it's, it's sometimes you have to go backwards in order to in order to do to do better going forward again. And so, you know, you're starting from at least you know what to do, what not to do now. Um, you know, you're not the only one. He goes, a lot of people, including myself, including your mom. He goes, you, we've had to. You've had to start over um, quite a bit of times, actually. So, I mean, I I, I understood what he was saying, but I, I didn't take I didn't really take any positive from it because in my head, you know, everything I worked hard for, like I just saw it like vanish, you know, in the snap of a finger. I just saw it like disappear, and that that's that. That's heartbreaking to me because I had worked so hard to get to where I was and just for it to crumble, you know, like that, it sucks. But I mean, like I, like you said, at least I'm starting from experience now. Um, yeah. So 2020. Especially that first half of the year, bad. Um, you know, at least I got, I came here. Hol- I got all the holidays with my my family, um, things like that. So, so 2021, um, just like everyone else, I'm hoping it's a good year. I'm hoping, I'm hopeful, I'm optimistic of everything now. Um, because I I I can't go backwards from where I am now, um, or from where I was when I started six months ago. Um, right now I'm in I'm in an okay place right now. 
Um, I'm hoping I'll be in a good place sometime this year mentally. Um, 2021 is going to be a good year, I think. I think. I hope. Um, but, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, next episode, I'll probably I'll start at the beginning. So I'll go from my earliest memories and work from work up to now from there. So thank you guys for listening and tune in next time.